Hi everyone, it's Jules from Consensus with another Brief Explainer podcast. Just to remind you, our Brief Explainers take an element of debating and public speaking and explain it quickly and simply with tips and takeaways for you and your students. If you'd like something longer, why not try our Brief Explainer videos, which are about twice as long. And as usual, please feel free to email us if you'd like us to answer a debating or public speaking question. Today our topic is conclusions and summaries in debating. I'm really excited about this because it's such a central part of winding up a case. Traditionally, third speakers have often ended their speech with a summary of their team's arguments, followed by a sentence or two as a persuasive conclusion. Today we'll take a look at some pros and cons of this kind of approach and whether there is a better way to close a case. Here are the main points we'll be looking at. Some positive and negative aspects of summaries and conclusions, how rebuttal is the core of third speaker speeches, how making comparisons is really effective for third speakers, and a clear way of doing that. And we'll look at a quick example too. Having a structure that organises a speech is useful because it grounds students with a framework that can help them clarify their ideas and give them confidence to speak. One of the traditional elements used in third speaker speeches to achieve this is a summary that goes over each of the team's arguments, speaker by speaker. Although it gives the speaker a clear framework, there's a drawback with this, that this method is likely to be a repetitive process. Because it's really best to avoid repeating things in debates, reinforcing arguments in a summary is only valuable if it develops the arguments further, particularly in direct response to rebuttal. This is obviously valuable because rebuttal of your arguments will have had an effect that needs to be dealt with. The other traditional method of attempting to bring home a case at third speaker is with a fancy persuasive conclusion that may have emotional power but is far less important than focusing on trying to compare the two cases that have been made in the debate. Because rebuttal is the real heart of third speaker speeches, it's actually probably better to do well-explained rebuttal for the whole speech rather than bother with with either a simply repetitive summary or a stirring conclusion. That said, a summary can be even more effective by making comparisons. In fact, the best way to build on your team's case is to compare your arguments with the opposing team's case. A good way of doing this is our policy, their policy. This is where a third speaker compares the team's um, main arguments. It's important to try to compare your arguments with the best version of the opposition's arguments, rather than attempting to make them look bad. Firstly, this is fair and reasonable. And secondly, it is far more effective if you can prove your argument is better than a strong one from the opposition. Trying to compare like-for-like arguments is key here because it allows you to be reasonable. Comparing very different arguments ends up with at least one of them being squeezed into an exaggerated or unrealistic shape, and that doesn't help your case either. Now, for an example of comparing a main argument for the debate that we should get rid of school uniform. What we can call the welfare of students is a key part of this debate. The affirmative team usually argues that students having a choice in what they wear is good for their sense of personal identity. The negative team usually argues that uniform gives students a valuable sense of group identity. 
your job is not to dismiss an argument that you too would have to use if you were on the other side of the topic, but to try to prove that your good argument has more value than their good one. So the negative team might explain that group identity is important for children because it gives them a sense of belonging and pride in their school. And this is particularly important at this stage of life when your identity is still being formed because then individual choice is more confusing and destabilizing than it is empowering. Rather than the affirmative ignoring this argument or dismissing it by saying that all kids care about is their peers, it's better to engage with the idea of group identity by explaining that being given a choice in what you wear actually creates a positive attitude in students to their school because being trusted promotes a sense of belonging. Clothing is an important symbol of identity for young people at a stage when they don't have much real choice in important things in their lives. So it empowers them in a safe way without undermining their engagement with their school. This is the sort of engaged comparison that really helps prove your case. Thinking about how you would take the negative side in a reasonable response to this argument is your next step. And I'll leave that to you for now. Now, for a few common mistakes made by third speakers. The most obvious alternative to repetitive third speaker speeches is the problem of keeping material that should have been come out earlier in the debate. Adjudicators have to discount or even ignore arguments from third speakers that are totally new to the debate. In comparing your case with the opposing team's one, a common mistake is to exaggerate their material to make it look bad in the mistaken belief that this will help your own arguments look better. I'm repeating this idea because it is so important. In fact, being fair and taking the best version of their case and still dealing with it is both reasonable and far more effective. While fancy conclusions may be less valuable than well-made comparisons, trailing off without any clear ending to a speech gives the impression that you're unsure of your case. That said, it's best to avoid cliched, ready-made lines to finish your case. To wrap things up, a few reminders. Summaries work best when they work to compare the cases in the debate. The only sort of conclusion you need is a clear end to your comparative summary. And being responsible and fair is actually more effective than trying to make your opposition look bad. That's it for today, everyone. Please email us if you'd like a question answered. Info at consensuseducation.com. Bye for now, everyone.